The Lord be with you and also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. We gather for ordered worship to illumine the imagination by the beauty of God, to quicken the conscience by the holiness of God, to warm the heart by the love of God, to devote the will to the purposes of God. We gather to worship Almighty God. The liturgy, music, and homily this Lord's Day are offered in God's praise for our gathered congregation here within Marsh Chapel, for our radio congregation across New England at WBUR 90.9 FM, and for our internet listenership now and later around the globe at WBUR.org. We welcome your prayerful material support, your written or emailed responses, your self-selection of forms of leadership, and service in our midst. And as the Spirit moves, your presence right here with us come Sunday in worship. Upon this particular Lord's Day, as is our decades deep custom, we pause to listen for God's word in the voices of graduates of the Boston University class of 2019 who come to us speaking and preaching in the great theme, This I Believe. We also gather recognizing in practice our fifth commandment, honor father and mother that thy days be long upon the earth. And so we send to you one and all, each and every one, a happy greeting for this Mother's Day. This is the day the Lord has made. We shall rejoice to be glad in it. As we are able, may we stand in the praise of God.
May we pray. O God, whose Son, Jesus, is the good shepherd of your people, grant that when we hear his voice, we may know him who calls us each by name and follow where he leads, who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated. This is a day of new beginnings, time to remember and move on, time to believe what love is bringing, laying to rest the pain that's gone. In this season of commencement, may we believe what love is bringing. In this season of starts and new beginnings, may we believe what love is bringing. As the choir guides us in the Kyrie, may we pause to lay aside every burden, to make our way light in the days to come. Let us pray. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Beloved, hear good news. If we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Thanks be to God. A lesson from the Acts of the Apostles. Chapter 9, verses 36 through 43. Now in Joppa, there was a disciple whose name was Tabitha, which in Greek is Dorcas. She was devoted to good works and acts of charity. At that time, she became ill and died. When they had washed her, they laid her in a room upstairs. 
Since Lydda was near Joppa, the disciples, who heard that Peter was there, sent two men to him with the request, Please come to us without delay. So Peter got up and went with them, and when he arrived, they took him to the room upstairs. All the widows stood beside him, weeping and showing him tunics and other clothing that Dorcas has made while she was with them. Peter put all of them outside, and then he knelt down and prayed. He turned to the body and said, Tabitha, get up. Then she opened her eyes, and seeing Peter, she sat up. He gave her his hand and helped her up. Then, calling the saints and widows, he showed her to be alive. This became known throughout Joppa, and many believed in the Lord. Meanwhile, he stayed in Joppa for some time with a certain Simon, a tanner. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please join me in saying responsibly verses from Psalm 23 with the antiphon. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Now please rise as you are able for the singing of the Gloria Patri and the reading of the Gospel.
The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to St. John, chapter 10, verses 22 to 30. Glory Glory to you, O Lord. At that time, the festival of the dedication took place in Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was walking in the temple, in the portico of Solomon. So the Jews gathered around him and said to him, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. Jesus answered, I have told you and you do not believe. The works that I do in my Father's name testify to me. But you do not believe because you do not belong to my sheep. My sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they will never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. What my Father has given me is greater than all else and no one can snatch it out of the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Please be seated. We are delighted that on this Mother's Day Sunday you have decided to join us here at Marsh Chapel for our annual This I Believe service, where we listen for the movement of the Spirit among five graduating Boston University students. We invited all 8,000 soon-to-be graduates of BU in 2019 to submit reflections on their spiritual journey while here at BU, and of those submitted have selected five to speak to you this morning. We listen for the movement of the Spirit among them as they lead us out in the Spirit as they move out from BU in lives of leadership and scholarship and service. Our first speaker this year is Jonathan L. Allen. Jonathan is graduating with a Juris Doctor degree from the BU School of Law. At the BU Law School, he has earned the Emanuel Hewlett Award and the Massachusetts Black Lawyers Association Honorable Chief Justice Roderick L. Ireland Leadership and Juvenile Advocacy Award. He has been active in the Black Law Students Association, including serving as its president, and has been a board member of the Law School Student Affairs Advisory Council. He is the co-founder of the Leadership Brainery, a nonprofit organization that serves as a pipeline program for first-generation and diverse college student leaders to gain access to top graduate and professional schools. After graduation, he will be running for Boston City Council in District 9, Alston Brighton. Welcome, Jonathan. Good morning, everybody. This I believe. 
We are all God's children, interconnected, interrelated, and interdependent. This I believe. Our diversity is our strength and our power. This I believe. God sides with the oppressed and is actively working throughout the world to liberate those under the weight of oppression, injustice, and the deprivation of life, liberty, and dignity. This I believe. We have more in common than we actually think and therefore share a bond that if activated can disrupt forces of evil in the world. This I believe that all things are possible and that with the power of possibility, we can create a more just and equitable world. This I believe. The best, the best is yet to come and that with faith, hope, and love, we are indeed better together. This I believe. If God is the creator and we are God's creation, then the best way to get to know more about God is to spend more time with what God has made. This, I believe, life. Life is a collection of moments, and therefore we must cherish each one. This, I believe, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. We are more than conquerors. This, I believe, God is greater, wiser, smarter, more caring and more involved in our lives and our human capacity can even conceive. This, I believe, we have an obligation, a collective responsibility to treat all living things with dignity and respect. And thus our obligation requires that we work diligently to eradicate dehumanization. This, I believe, Irrespective of our religious affirmations, God's love and heart for justice transcends doctrine. I believe in our capacities to make change. I believe that we are inherently good. I believe that anything that divides us is counter goodness and anti-God. I believe that anything, anything, that, and that regardless of race and ethnicity, our national origin, socioeconomic status, sexual orientation, educational level, religious background, gender, or even political party, that we need each other. I believe that we are greater than our worst mistake or misjudgment and therefore are worthy of forgiveness and restoration. I believe God is everywhere, capable of living in everyone and can do anything. I believe we as God's offspring are equipped to foster greater harmony in our communities through empathy and intentionality. I believe that leaders concerned with social transformation must take care of themselves by developing self-awareness, social awareness, and spiritual awareness. This, I believe, that love, love is the answer to all things. This, I believe.
Carolyn Hoffman will be graduating with a Bachelor of Arts cum laude from the College of Arts and Sciences and with honors from the Pardee School of Global Studies, having majored in international relations with concentrations in development and environment and Africa and the Middle East. She has been inducted into the Scarlet Key Honor Society, Pi Sigma Alpha Honor Society, and Panhellenic Honor Society. Here at BU, she has served as a BU admissions ambassador, a BU School of Public Health admissions ambassador, has been residence hall council president at 10 Buick Street, and is a sister in the Delta 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 sorority. Welcome, Carolyn. If the past four years have taught me anything, it is that life can be unpredictable. The major you began freshman year in has absolutely no interest to you anymore, sure. The dryer in the laundry room does not actually dry your clothes in one cycle, you bet. The BU bus is not around the corner as the app claims, but is instead all the way at the medical campus every other day. But in all seriousness, my time as an undergraduate student at Boston University has fast-tracked my life from being a 17-year-old nervous about how to spend the weekends to a 21-year-old who is employed in a graduate program and with a partner I hope to spend the rest of my life with. This evolution did not happen overnight. It happened over minutes, hours, days, weeks, and years of hard work, late night snacks, and the purchasing of face masks that claim to rejuvenate my extremely tired looking face. I have mental illness, and for the last year, I've been battling depression. I've had anxiety for almost my whole life, and I began seeing a therapist when I was 10. In high school, I began medication for generalized anxiety, and it made a world of difference. My sophomore year in college, I began having panic attacks, and I started additional medication for that. But depression is unfamiliar to me, and that has made my mental illness even more unpredictable. As someone with mental illness in her family, you could say I was genetically predisposed to it. But as a type A student at a challenging university, I would say that predisposed me to mental illness even more. My longing for perfection in all aspects of my life, academics, extracurriculars, relationships, etc., is countered by the reality that there are only 24 hours in a day and it is impossible to make everyone happy while making sure I am happy. I, like many students, appear perfectly fine on the outside because I'm able to hide behind the facade of my resume. President of this, co-chair of that, honors in this, the list goes on but the reality is skewed. Too often I fear that disclosing my mental illness will result in others thinking I am less capable and less stable but I realize that in doing so, I am preventing myself from living authentically. I believe that if we talk about our mental illness experiences, not only would mental illness become less stigmatized, but the world would also become a better place. Being vulnerable with loved ones and strangers is scary but necessary if we wish to create a more compassionate and empathetic society. If we hide our stories, we do ourselves the injustice of limiting support and failing to speak our truth. I have mental illness, but mental illness does not have me. I am not defined by my mental illness, and neither are you. I have faith that we can join together by sharing our stories in order to eliminate, once and for all, the silent suffering of those with mental illness.
Denise Nicole Stone will graduate with a Bachelor of Arts cum laude from in, in International Relations from the College of Arts and Sciences with honors from the Pardee School of Global Studies. Here at BU, she has served as a Marsh Associate right here at Marsh Chapel, as a career coach volunteer at Jewish Vocational Services, and as a research volunteer at Refugees Welcome. After graduation, she will be traveling to Colombia to work on her Spanish. Denise. My sophomore year, after reading the book, This I Believe, which compiled accounts from the NPR segment, I decided to write my own version. When thinking about writing this piece, I went back to it, curious to see what has changed in the past two years. Then, I wrote that I believed in presence and appreciation, that these tenets drove the core of my being. This assessment holds generally true. However, I think I would define it differently now. Now, I would say that I believe in bearing witness, bearing witness to the beauty, heartbreak, and complexity of life. I think this journey, the good, horrible, and mundane moments, is sacred and worthy of sincere attention. My BU experience, and especially the past two years, have been full of opportunities to explore new topics in a variety of settings. They have taken me to Israel, Geneva, South Africa, and St. Louis. They have asked me to explore restorative justice, international responses to conflict, peace building, the shortcomings of aid, and the challenges of community. I have seen the capacity of people to address challenges and collaborate for healing and to do immense harm to one another. Bearing witness is not merely to see. It is to allow all that we have seen to change us and alter how we approach the world. It is active. It is a commitment to hold the stories of those we have met and to carry them with us. It is a commitment to try to understand what can be understood and above all to honor our human connections. I believe in sitting with tension and discomfort, wrestling with pain and love in community and asking questions of myself and others. How am I contributing to this situation? How can I disrupt cycles of harm? What are our responsibilities to one another? What I believe has changed slightly since sophomore year. It has evolved and been clarified by my experiences. The college years are dedicated to such growth. It is a period of near constant change and opportunity. And as I leave this space, I hope life continues to teach me and challenge me, and that in two years, I will be able to further refine my beliefs. I want to live in a way that interrupts harm that bears witness to all of life and that honors my connection to all people. This, I believe. Catherine Ward will be graduating with a Bachelor of Science in Biomedical Engineering with a concentration in nanotechnology from the College of Engineering next week. She has been a Luchin Research Fellow in the College of Engineering and has worked as a resident assistant and as a student production services technician. 
After graduation, she will be joining Philips Healthcare in San Diego, California as a software quality assurance engineer working on their image guidance therapy product line of catheters and guide wires. Catherine. My journey these last four years through Boston University and my spiritual growth journey are intertwined and inseparable. The physical journey to Boston wasn't trivial. Home is 918 miles away. My closest distant relative is in Philadelphia, and the closest person from my high school graduating class went to college in Washington, DC. I quickly realized when I got here that the culture I grew up in and the culture of Boston University were vastly different. I found myself, I found myself alone. I knew regardless of where I went to college that I wanted to form my own religious affiliation now that I had left the private Presbyterian school I attended for 12 years. I came to Marsh Chapel my first Sunday at Boston University because it was the closest walk from Warren Towers. I will, I'm not sure whether it was the space, the stained glass, or the music, but Marsh instantly felt familiar. While I personally identified with the Episcopal tradition, I never felt the need to look elsewhere for a church home once I came to Marsh. So I stayed. I stayed until the people became familiar faces and then close friends. I kept coming long enough that I eventually grew out of my habit of sitting alone in the pews on Sunday and then heading straight to study at the Mugar Library alone for the rest of the day. I became an advocate for the small community of Episcopal students on campus and worshiped regularly with the Episcopal chaplains, Cameron Partridge and then Karen Coleman. I began to look forward to the community dinners and even studying for finals because of the study retreat organized by Brother Larry. I found my community and my family, my home away from home. Now that I have attended my last community dinner and my last study retreat, I can look back on this whirlwind trip through Boston University. I can't imagine what my journey would have looked like without Marsh, as it was an integral part of every week I spent on campus. Once I paused to reflect a bit, I realized that God was behind all of this. God's spirit is in this place, the people who fill it, and the sounds that resonate inside of it. About this time next week, my journey through Boston University will be complete. Maybe I'll return back to Boston and to this community at Marsh that I've come to call family, or maybe I won't. But no matter what, the experiences and memories I've formed here are coming with me for the next leg of the journey. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Carrie B. Staten will be graduating from Metropolitan College next week with a Master's of Urban Affairs and intends to pursue a PhD in African American Studies. Carrie. I believe. I believe that we can learn to live as one human race. We have the capacity to eradicate the embedded racism that has been reinforced by fear and greed. 
We have the intelligence to cure all diseases, physical and mental, if we choose to work together and share all experiences and knowledge. We have the strength to overcome all challenges, foreign and domestic, external and internal, if we unite as one. We have the power to decimate all forces of evil if we join together in faith. We have the love to conquer hate if we individually and collectively treat everyone the way we would like to be treated. I believe that in order to achieve our real and true potential, we must be willing to change. We must seek the truth and release the lies we have been taught. We must accept our own faults and strive to make the right corrections. We must be willing to learn and acknowledge the commonalities that we share with others that don't look like us. We must face our fears and denounce the hypocrisy that created and continue to fuel them. We must relinquish our unfounded advantages to remove unfair disadvantages imposed on others. We must sacrifice our gains to empower those who have been denied opportunities through systematic oppression. We must, with purpose and intention, visually and expressively, change positively to encourage others to embrace our change and to make the same change for themselves. I believe because after initially coming to Boston University in 1978 and experiencing the positive change of attitudes and behaviors toward each other and showing a new respect of individual persons and cultures, now, nearly two generations later, I believe because in spite of all the chaos and pessimism, I see optimism in the eyes of my schoolmates here at BU. And I hear optimism in the expressions and conversations of my classmates. So, I know we are headed in the right direction. Finally, I believe with our creator guiding and leading us all the way, we will all become the best versions of ourselves as he who began a good work in us and has and is careful to see it to completion. Dear friends, please join me in thanking our five This I Believe speakers and their surely very proud mothers. I'm the Reverend Dr. Karen Coleman, Associate Chaplain for Episcopal Ministry. Sorry, I'm choked up after this, I believe. We welcome you to Marsh Chapel on this wonderful spring morning. Thank you for joining us as part of our community of worship today. Whether you are here in the sanctuary, listening on the radio, or live stream on the internet, or later via the podcast, Please know that you are a valued member of our community. 
The dean, chaplains, and staff of Marsh Chapel wish all students well as they complete their fi final projects and exams. For those of you joining us in the sanctuary, we invite you to fill out your name and contact information in the red pa pads found along the center aisle of each pew. This will help us to get to know you better and you to get to know one another better. Next week, please join us for our baccalaureate service. The Dr. John P. Howell, former president and CEO of Project Hope and BU trustee will deliver the address. The Marsh Chapel wheelchair lift replacement will start on Monday, May 20th and continue through at least June 3rd. For all other news and upcoming events, please visit the chapel website at bu.edu slash chapel, where there is also the opportunity for online giving. Gracious God, through the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ, you have given immeasurable grace to us. May our offerings reflect the grace we have received and symbolize love committed to the service of our risen Lord. Amen.
creator of the universe, who grounds our being and fills existence with meaning. Use our charitable gifts so that we can continue to be a place of divine love and hospitality for those around us, and for every student who has traveled along here during their spiritual journeys. Through Christ, the one whose journey exemplified love divine. Amen. May the sun show warm and bright on you, your darkest night a star shine through, your dullest morn a radiance brew, and when dusk comes, God's hand to you, the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, be and abide with each one of us now and always. Amen.